factor in mm-hmm. periods. And, you know, so yeah, I, I had the basic things. I wanted him at eggplant parm. I wanted to talk about the cats. I didn't want him to know it was like for you, Howard Stern. So I kept it right. vague. I didn't even, I didn't even put Beth's name in for that reason. But, um, I don't know. It took him about five days too to come up with that, which I guess is. Oh, really? You, you can pay an extra hundred dollars for 24 hour uh, turnaround, by the way. Oh, uh, for, for people that are, but how much you think I paid? I'm curious. What I'm going to say charges. I, well, first of all, he is a medical doctor. Do you yeah. think that adds your to your cameo? Oh, doctor. Yeah. Well, here's how I, here's how I think. He's a medical doctor, and you know the guy must make a decent living. So if you're going to take time up in your day to make cameos, mm-hmm. I would think you have to pay him at least seventy five to a hundred bucks. Or maybe 125 mm. I'd go with. Now, that's my mm. thinking because he's probably like, you know, I'm not going to do this. I make a lot of money. I don't get out of bed for 75 less $75, okay? <laughs> I don't roll out of bed for this. But then again, I watch 600-pound life, and he looks like he's his office is in a strip mall. And he's working with people like that. He like he gives away free operations so, uh, so he could be on TV. Right. So maybe he doesn't make as much as I think. And... I'm going to put him at about 125 for the cameo. What do you say, Robin? I'm going to say 85. Hmm. Who's right? Uh, neither of you. He is more. Really? Uh, he is more. Yeah. He is. He is 200 U.S. dollars. Jesus. Wow. For that message. <laughs> See. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's great? I guess the he- MD does mean something. <laughs> I think if you add up the amount of time he spent on that, which was almost nothing, uh, I would say, uh, wow, he's making good money. Yeah, it's like 20 bucks a second or something. (laughs) Howard, I I heal. Howard, I heal that you're washing your diet. You're following the diet. You're doing portion control. Even though you like eggplant parm, you throw half of it away. You do your own part. So proud of you. And you keep it up, and you stay healthy, and you take care of yourself. Very good. I hear, Howard, I hear your TV system doesn't work. (laughs) It doesn't do the work. It doesn't do the work. (laughs) I hear you pay a lot for your TV system, but you're getting ripped off. So you got to get somebody (laughs) going to come in and do the work. They're not doing it right, and they don't have Yeah, I love how at the end of his sentence... You can't understand the word he's saying. Well, hey, that's his charm. That's what you pay the 200 (laughs) for. You don't want him to be clear. If he was clear, you wouldn't get it. You do extra $100, I'm going to give you even quicker. I'm going to do 24 hours. I'm going to do a rush. Right at the top of the thing, I still don't know what that word is. He says, here, I'll play it. Tell me what he's saying. Listen carefully. Yeah. Hello. How y'all doing? Hi, Howard. I hope you're doing well and staying safe. Howard, I hear that you are watching the diet and following the diet and doing portion control, even though you like eggplant parm. Oh, I, I think I think what I didn't hear the first time was, and you're staying safe. That that's yeah, what he yeah, said. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's Howard. what he said when he gets to the end of a phrase, the yeah. the word sort of disappears. Hi, <laughs> Howard. I hope you're doing well and safe. Yeah, Howard. I hear that you're. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> I love the how y'all doing. It's so great. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's he's like Texan, a, right? Yeah. He's down in Texas. Yeah. Get along, little doggy. How y'all doing? <laughs> right. Like, you think that, like, could you, like, send 200 bucks to Dr. Now and then get, um, get him to, like, sing a song? Or, like, that's impossible. I don't think he'd sing a song, but I think he'd probably say, like, a phony name. Like, he'd probably right. say, like, you know, and to a huge asshole, I want to say uh, thank you for being a fan. And the Herb Evers, you want to be here for the holiday and you have a happy holiday to Willie Fistingash. Thank you. <laughs> happy New Year. He talks like a dude where his batteries keep running down. Like it's right. like he's, got, he's losing a charge. Your cat grows in your... <laughs> so you know, have a happy holiday. Martin Crove, who plays John Kreese on Cobra Kai, charges uh-huh. $245 for a personal cameo. And he's no MD, is he? <laughs> It's an amazing website. You can go down a rabbit hole of just who's on there, what they're charging, and they all post who, their videos so you can see. It's it's incredible. Who shocked you when you were looking there, like, charges a lot, and you're like, I want to pay two cents for this fucking guy. I don't know if they still do it, and I want to make sure I have the figure right, but I remember back in the day, Caitlyn Jenner would, I think it was like 12. Like twenty five hundred dollars, and you could watch the video she do, and she'd be like, "All right, everyone, uh, nice to see you. I hear you have a birthday. Happy birthday to you. All right, have a good day." It was like thirty seconds. <laughs> yes, it was wasn't for charity, quick. as far as I could see, <laughs> but it was blew my mind. So they give you a sample video. Yeah, I've been on. Yeah, there. and you and you can say whether like I didn't put Howard's. You can say if you want Howard's video like live, so everyone can see it. I said I wanted that hidden because, you know, it's, uh-huh. it's a gift. Right. What they do uh, is yeah, they, uh, on there. you get samples. Like, you know, if you're having trouble deciding what Dr. Now would do, you can see a few sample videos I, so that, you know, so that you know what you're buying. Examples of what Dr. Now oh, is capable I've of. Seen him, right. I've seen him plugging his book, I'm pretty sure, in, in some of the cameos, which is, which, <laughs> which is very interesting. Like, I hear you want to go on a diet. You need to do 1,200-calorie diet, and that's why you want to get my book, uh, Dr. <laughs> now, teach you how to eat. That's good. <laughs> you're going to read this. You're going to go, go to my website. You get a copy. It's very nice. Very good. Happy holiday. Um, yeah, look at this. Caitlin is still on Cameo for 2500 bucks. Who the fuck is paying She's got to be top-priced uh, talent. She better be uh she, she better be naked and show me what's doing downstairs for 2500. She's not. It I mean it looks like I mean Dr. Now puts in way more effort than Caitlin from what I've seen. By the way, your Dr. Now impression Got a lot of fan feedback right before we went on vacation. I played a That's phony good. phone call. If you remember okay. the phony, if you remember last week, two weeks ago. Oh, two excuse weeks me. ago, yeah. You know, I'll read some of Chris's fan mail. Thank you. <laughs> well, you haven't heard it yet. Maybe you don't want to think. Yeah. Uh, no, sometimes it's horrible. <laughs> no, it's good. It's, no, like it's, good. Fire that it's really freak. good. <laughs> If you remember, it was a Jack and Rod fake radio show. Dr. Now confronted Santa about his overeating. And uh, I'll play a clip of it first. Pretty good. If I can find it. Oh, here it is. 
Welcome back to the Jack and Rod Radio Show. Today's show is about being safe and health. Oh, is this the whole call? Uh, I thought it was a clip. Sounds like it. Sounds like the whole show. The whole phony phone call. Yeah, Guys, like, why'd you put... Uh... Guys, well, didn't we plan a clip? Or am I imagining that? Hmm. I almost hear the scrambling in my headphones. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're back to a rousing start. I can no, give I you the gist. It was like, you know, Santa, took... why are you why are you eating so much? You're big and fat. You want to eat milk and cookie? You're gonna die. Yeah, but but Santa, don't you know I'm fake? Ho 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 ho. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be fake when you're dead. You're gonna be in the ground. Anyway, uh, Howard, that call was so funny. I almost peed my pants. I almost had to pull over on the highway while listening. I wonder if people really pull over on the no. highway when they say that. It's all so. fake. And if they yeah, do, so they're very troubled. <laughs> the guy goes, I almost had to pull over on the highway. Almost. Yeah. You know, like I was going to pull I, over. I've never seen a car on the side of the highway. <laughs> with a guy laughing. That with the guy down. laughing and pissing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody was just sitting in there laughing. <laughs> What's going yeah, unless, on? Oh, doctor, now. <laughs> I've, I've realized that over the years I've received 10 million letters, people who almost had to pull over on the highway. Only yeah. if you only write that if you do pull over on the highway. <laughs> Howard, I crossed the median and sped into oncoming traffic listening to <laughs> Dr. Now. I drove into a school murdering <laughs> most of the children. <laughs> yeah. 15 died and seven were hospitalized. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Howard, I almost had to pull over on the highway while listening to Chris Wilding and his Doctor Now impression. I am laughing so hard, I'm crying. It may be the greatest impression ever. Uh, Howard, thank you for the terrific Christmas present. My husband and I are walking around our house saying, you got to do the work to everything in our best <laughs> Doctor Now voice. you got to do the work. you got yeah, to do the work. You don't do the work, you're going to be uh, in a big problem. You need psychotherapy. Because you're surround, you're surround enabler. Everyone around you enabler. You're not going to ever get in or lose the way. Finally, it says here, Howard, I was listening to Chris Wilding's Dr. Now impression. I caused a 70-car pileup on the freeway here out in Los Angeles. Please send help. Oh, there you go. All right. Marianne from Brooklyn is back and mad because oh. evidently she got me a Doctor Now cameo for my birthday last year and is accusing Chris Wilding of stealing. She hates me. She hates you. Come on, Go ahead, Howard. Mary. I got you a Doctor Now and that ball-licking, ass-kissing, lousy, dick-stopping nose. Because if you go on Doctor oh, Now, that's mean. That's mean. Do you ever get the vibe from her? She's homophobic. I originated. I got you the two hundred. Uh, forgot about that. Say, please, 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 will you stay a little bit longer? Don't hang up on me, Helen, because he's an <laughs> asshole. Instagram. Wow. Wow. He's always Mar- like, I lick balls and I suck dick. Yeah, like, what's that like, all like, about? I don't know. Mm. I, I, she's a nut. Well, you do lick balls and suck dick. But, you know, the, what's that I, got I to do with it. her anger at him? You know, like, if she's angry, <laughs> I, what has his little ball thing got to do with it? I did it? not remember the Doctor Now thing um, at all, to be fair, but but sorry about that. See, that's, here's that's the funny. thing. She's attacking you because you lick balls and suck dick, but yeah, we don't That has nothing to do with ripping her off uh, for an idea she had. Right. And by the way, she licks Whoa. balls and sucks dick, too, so. 
Right. Yeah, I know. That's what's so weird about it. I like, love all the weird kinds of things in. when people are screaming at <laughs> you, you about sexual things that everybody does. <laughs> How dare you do it? He licks ass and balls <laughs> and so pork. <laughs> and he stole my, don't hang up on me. Yeah, I hate that little fucker. <laughs> well, again, I uh, I didn't remember that uh, Marianne had done that. Let me hear it. I'm, I'll listen to this. As, Is there as a, a doctor now that you, um, I don't remember it. <laughs> How much no. money has you been Howard, have we I hope you're doing well and staying safe. I have a message booked by love, Marianne from Brooklyn. She says, over 35 years you have been a staple in our life. You kept us sane during this pandemic, 41 days to Sirius XM contract, and <laughs> your fans are praying that you will stay just a little bit longer. Please, please stay that you will. <laughs> and whatever. And Howard, uh, if you stay another five years, I'll send you a copy of my book. <laughs> Howard, best of luck to you. And I think if you stay, your fan will be delighted. Bye, Howard. Take care of yourself. Yeah, like he was, he is one take doctor now. I mean, it's like. I think if you stay, say, say yeah, your fan yeah. will be delighted. Like, I think even... stay another 40 years going to be well. And you right. going to do it. She Read my you book. stable in her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he has more energy. Like, yeah. Also, I think she tipped him off that it was for the Howard Stern show because. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was all the because he had way more contract. energy. Yeah. For mine, he's like half dead. He's like, <laughs> for your for Marianne, he's like, oh, the forty one year you're gonna stay. People are gonna live it very well. <laughs> 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 uh, anyway, thank you. Yeah, he's Chris. not whispering in that one either. No. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I got him right after the holidays. He was tired. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Robin. And thank you, Gary, for my birthday gifts. <laughs> well, those ah, were yes. Gifts. Thank you. Thank you, my mistress. Thank you, my mistress. Him, again, my I mean, mistress. Christmas thank you, my gifts. mistress. Thank Christmas. you, my mistress. Again, my mistress. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. Yeah, my birthday. Unless you're and... Jesus Christ and you're finally willing to admit it. <laughs> yeah, that's like a Jesus complex. Yeah, Christmas is really my birthday. That's that's when I that's when I was born in a manger. Now I always got uh, kind of a ripoff deal when I was young because Christmas slash Hanukkah would come along, you know, and then like my birthday's January twelfth, so it'd be like, you know, we just did we all just, that for you. Yeah, <laughs> to sponsor a gift. <laughs> My dad was real cheap, you know what I mean? I yeah, like, well, yeah, he he would remind you he had already spent some money on you. <laughs> we just, now he wants Great Galoon, that piece of garbage. <laughs> well, it is his birthday. You know, so they had got me some fucking gift. I don't even remember what I'd get. Anything I got was shitty, you know. <laughs> I don't remember getting anything that was all that Fantastic. good. I don't think, and you don't want to know why? Because my parents didn't know me. <laughs> they didn't know what I liked. They weren't really that interested. The only thing I ever hounded them for was Great Garlou, which was a toy robot. 
that I thought was the coolest thing I ever saw on TV. Of course, when I got it home, it was a piece of shit. Yeah, Garlou didn't do what they what it did on TV. No. I bet. On the TV commercial, they have Garlou looming over a mountain and attacking like an entire village, and then like battling other things, and and then you get it home, and it's this shitty robot that's attached with a a wire, like this big thick wire, so you can't even be more than an inch away. You might as well just move Garlou yourself. Because it's not like it's a remote control. It took like five batteries and a big heavy fucking thing with a wire. Right, like, like big, it looked like wire. a car battery. Probably it was so big. One time I took I took Ray Garlou and battled the kid next door. He had a different robot. Uh -huh. It was like I guess it was the time when you got robots. And at one point I'm battling this kid with my robot. And I remember, I just was like, I just wanted to whisper. I yanked the wire, and the fucking Garlou fell over on the other guy and beat him up. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah. Gar great Garlou. What a rip. They always do that to you. A couple of years ago, when Siri first arrived on mm. the Apple iPhone, you know, they used to do those commercials where she was like uh, John Malkovich's best friend. He's in the car right. talking to her. She's telling him jokes. and She still doesn't do that. She's oh, she's the worst. Now. <laughs> I was taking a walk with Beth. The only thing it seems to get right is, like, I can say, turn on my alarm at 5.45 a.m. or something. Uh -huh. and um, Or I can say, like, Siri, how much is, you know, George Clooney worth? Uh, like, I'm always looking up net worth of people. Like, I'm curious. That she always has the ability to do. I'll show she'll you. tell you. She doesn't say look up something? No. Or or she just says press this link. Ah. Uh, because hey, that's Siri. usually what you get with her is a link to something. How much is George Clooney worth? George Clooney's net worth was $500 million in 2018. In 2018? Wow. Yeah, I don't know why they don't have an update on that figure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why, why 2018? It's yeah, 2022. She doesn't know since 2018 yeah. what he's been well, up no, to. Nobody's done an audit on this guy <laughs> over there, wherever there is. Yeah, who do you want to know? I'm telling you, she's good. She's good with well, that. Well, that's great because I've never heard her actually answer a question. I gave up on her. Beth and I go on a walk every day, and if you ever, like, Go buy us. I'm always on my phone, but I'm I'm looking up net worth. That seems to be the game we play when we walk. Um, let me see. Think of somebody good. Brad Pitt. Hey Siri. Uh huh. What is Brad Pitt worth? The answer I found is three hundred fifty-seven million dollars. Wow. Oh, I'm shocked that uh, Clooney has more than Brad. <laughs> hey, Siri. Uh-huh. What is Andy Cohen's net worth? Okay. I found this on the web for Hey, Siri, what is Andy Cohen's net worth? Check it out. Oh, she won't even say his net worth. Wait, let's see. I'll start again. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh. What is Andy Cohn's net worth? As of 2018, the estimated net worth of Andy Cohen was about 15 million U.S. dollars. 15 million. All right. Well, I, right. I guess you have to say it exactly the right way. 
I was watching that clip of, uh, I didn't stay up New Year's Eve. I was in bed by nine o'clock asleep, but yeah, I didn't stay up either. I could have cared less. I, uh, Andy, I guess was drunk and they're saying in the paper, he was drunk and he was like screaming about Bill de Blasio and <laughs> journey. Cause I was journey. actually the, yeah, the next day I was watching Ryan Seacrest's new new year's rock and Eve which is just a bunch of annoying people yelling. And um, I was shocked, too, to see that Times Square was just loaded with people. You know, some of them are wearing masks. Some of them have the mask off. Some of them have the mask down around their, like it's below their chin. Yeah. Well, um, they only allowed 15,000. There was supposed to be 58,000. That was the original plan until omicron uh reared its ugly head and then they cut it to fifteen thousand. but they were still going to be packed into those little quadrants that wasn't like they were going to be socially distanced well i was watching the um the new year's rock and eve and the first band up was journey with that filipino kid they found uh-huh and i'm like sitting there because andy Cohn was saying it's not real journey unless it's steve perry i'm like fuck steve perry he you decided can't get to... real journey then this is the journey you get and i'll tell you what the fucking kid was awesome he's better than steve i bet you steve perry can't sing those songs as good as that filipino kid whatever his name is here i got his name i wrote it down somewhere his name is uh his name is <laughs> dithron <laughs> <laughs> no who's a dip run i forget I okay his name his name is my head <laughs> his name is uh arnell pineda 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 and he was singing his heart out and i'm like you know neil sean looks young and the band was tight and i fucking hate steve perry so i like this kid's whole story i forget the whole story he was like i think he was broke he was like homeless living in the philippines singer, wasn't he yeah, and, and then like some that on the street, and somehow Neil Sh- Neil Sean, right, the guy from Journey, he heard the, I guess, I guess he heard a tape or somebody or somebody in a bar taped this kid, and the next thing he, he was like, "Hey, this kid's good," and they they hired him to be the lead singer, and I'm like, "Good for them." What Steve Perry isn't willing to sing anymore? I don't know what That's the right. bug he is up his ass. Go on tour, he doesn't want to do any yeah. of that. So I was like, Andy's off on that one. In fact, um, Beth knew nothing about the new dude in uh, Journey, and she loves Journey. And I, I we were we were just uh, I I played it for her, and she was like, "Who the fuck is that?" She she goes, "He's really good." I go, "He's the lead singer of Journey now." And she was like, "Man, he's good." I go, "Yeah," and it's great because Steve Perry's such a fuck that he <laughs> won't sing anymore. Arnell Pineda became the lead singer of Journey in 2007. Yeah, it's been a while now. I guess Andy was drunk and he's right on CNN saying, it's fake Journey, it's fake Journey. I'm like, yeah, well, Steve Perry's not available. It's all you got if you like Journey. Uh, Arnell Pineda became the lead singer of Journey in 2007. He posted footage of himself performing Journey covers on YouTube with his band The Zoo and was discovered by Journey guitarist Neil Sean. Yeah. Arnell is from the Philippines. Arnell is 54 years old. This guy looks like he's 12. Yeah, I didn't know he was that old. I thought he was like in his 20s when they found him. Here's the guy. This is from, uh, here he's doing Don't Stop Believing, you know, possibly Journey's most famous song. This is New Year's Eve, and he was singing live. 
was like, this is good. Fuck Steve Perry. You dick. And this kid's better looking than Steve Perry. Steve Perry looked like a little fidget. Trust me. I was in Detroit. I met this guy in person. I introduced Bernie uh, You on stage. still have these horrible feelings about him. All He's these years later. <laughs> Steve Perry's at the old age home sleeping while this kid's singing his balls off. Here he is. At, yeah, this is him at uh, Lollapalooza. Great. I think the zoo got a um, Arnel Panita imitator. His old <laughs> band, the zoo. <laughs> Here he is at Lollapalooza in Chicago, 2021. And they, they play stadiums. Kid owns half of the Philippines now. Do you, do you know that? Is that right? I, That's right. Uh, the, yeah. I have the whole thing. <laughs> he owns. He owns. He owns almost the entire. And and ironically, <laughs> Steve Perry's working in a factory in the Philippines. Uh, uh, yeah, he's making clothing. <laughs> yeah. In one of this guy's factories. And Andy scream. It's fake journey. It's fake journey. Well, hey, yeah. What are you supposed to do? It's also fake queen, but queen, you know, they got that kid and he's things fine. Right. Does he have a problem with that? When Adam Lambert tries to be Freddie Mercury, exactly. which is impossible. <laughs> you can be Steve Perry, but you can't be Freddie Mercury. Just wheel in the sky. I got a kick out of it, honestly. Wow. Uh, is Andy such a purist? He's such a journey fan. <laughs> but she doesn't know what yeah. song. <laughs> it's fake. It's fake journey. It's fake journey. It's like, uh, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> so what? What we got? We'll take it. I enjoyed it. I'm going to be honest with you. I loved it. And I love. I couldn't. I couldn't watch the uh, Steve Perry when he was in Journey. Now, now this guy. I, now you I'm watch back to loving all the time. it. <laughs> Absolutely. Wherever they are, I go. I was at Lollapalooza in Chicago, 2021. Man, you're you're one of those guys who follows the band. <laughs> uh huh. Now I am. Band's good. It's tight. I mean. It is what it is. Yeah, Mike, what's up? Hey now, Howard. Hey now. Happy New, Happy New Year. Year. Yeah, same to you. Happy New Year, Robin. Happy New Year, Fred. Happy New Year, Benji. Um, so, hey Howard, now. um, hey now. Hey now. Uh, what a, uh, hey now. Uh, hey what now. a fucking eventful, hey now. All right, hey now. okay, goodbye, Mike. Oh, I, I got to get rid of you. Come on, man. Who gives it's a my fuck? Fault. I don't keep saying it. You do. All right, so, just uh, fucking talk. Okay. Howard, uh, so how come every time Marianne has, a problem with somebody, she calls up and berates them. She was getting really homophobic with Chris. If you go back in history, she fucking tore down Artie. She's torn down Michael Rappaport. She tore down Benji. She's torn down anyone who disagrees with her. 
And I think it's it's almost to the point of being a bully. But she's so overpowering <laughs> with her fucking powerful voice. She's a fan. She's passionate about the show. She's passionate about the show, Mike. Well, I want to point out that she was so angry at Benji for talking back to you. and uh, But she called right up and was giving you a hard time about how you reprimand your staff. You've known Gary a lot longer than she has. And if Gary needs a fucking correction, Howard turns the one that's going to give it to him. Right? Yeah, Gary. I mean, am I wrong, Howard? That's what I try so, to explain I mean, to Beth. Gary needed a correction. I think in this case, Mary, uh, Mary uh, needs to understand how, how dare she call the king of all media and tell him how to handle his staff. You, you're, yeah, Marianne. But Gary needed years, a, you know? Gary needed a correction. <laughs> I love First of all, Mike, don't call Bubba Show because that's what you're known for. You're not for being a super Howard fan. Oh, hey, Mary, don't be so stupid. When was the last time I called Bubba Show? Howard, if you know the support, it wasn't homophobic. It was about Chris. You called him a dick sucker. You called him a dick sucker and a ball licker. It wasn't being homophobic. And Benji and I are friends again. So fuck you, asshole. And Michael Rappaport is the biggest racist scumbag around. And I am loyal to the show, not like you, stripping on your words. Hey, and you kidding me? I'm way fucking loyal to the show. I don't even call for the love sponge. You weren't even smart enough to understand what I was saying. about me. Marianne, you weren't even smart enough to understand what I was saying about Bubba. A.K.A. Apple. You're calling about me. Blah, blah, blah. All right. I don't know if there'll ever be peace on, on Earth. Everyone is fighting. Well, if Marianne can bury the hatchet with Benji... Maybe there's hope. Yeah. Hey, I got a busy show today for you because I see how late it is already. and We haven't really done anything, but I've got, uh, speaking of Benji, Benji actually did some work and made a phony phone call kind of thing. And I can play that for you. I got some Oprah. I was in the middle of talking about Oprah. I never finished. It was, it's, well, maybe I'll come back and play Oprah audiobook. I got new clips of Oprah. That, that, that stuff takes okay. us a long time to put together. And, um, yeah, I mean, we got a lot to get to today. Don't don't ask. We're very busy, Robin. I don't know if you realize that. Nick, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, what's going on? I just wanted to say that that, that dude, that new singer of Journey, that guy shits on Steve Steve Perry. He sure does. He's fabulous. I didn't. I didn't. He, uh, he's really good. Yeah, Andy's wrong about that. Uh, it's not fake Journey. It's better Journey. That's real Journey because all the other players are real. Yeah, you don't got some. One hundred percent. You don't got some little shithead running around with a bad shag and lifts in his shoes. You got uh, a better singer up there. And, he, uh, and Steve Perry could have could have. He's just a little bitch. So this kid, oh yeah. this kid, literally, there's no more Steve Perry. This kid is Steve Perry. Steve Perry is a little bitch. You're absolutely right. Like it's like you know what? I could sing. I could still be in Journey, but fuck you. I'm not going to do it. And he doesn't even tell anybody why. I don't even think no. he told Neil Neil Sean his his partner there. He never even said. He's just like, no. you know, I just don't feel like it. Oh, well, thanks. I spent my life uh, putting this band together, writing these songs with you. Now you won't sing them. Fuck you. We're going to the Philippines. I love it. It's the greatest feel-good story of all time. I was sitting there telling Beth, I said, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. But, it's, they, 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 honestly, they, 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 and Steve Perry thought, so you know what? Now. You guys can suck my dick. You can't do shit without yeah. me. They haven't missed a beat. They're playing Lollapalooza. Yeah, and and honestly, he's, he sounds better. So, ooh. well, let me What's tell you really something. What's really funny is sometimes you know, like when David Lee Roth left um, Van Halen, yep. they went in a whole different direction. I guess we got to go here because we can't go there. 
They just said, no, we can go there. We're just going to get another guy to do it. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Robin. Yeah, David they got a Lee Roth, guy to do it, too. So. David Lee Roth was probably at home going, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> I was supposed to leave the band, have a huge solo career. Instead, I'm sitting here at home practicing sword fighting, and these guys are out on the road playing a stadium. I love it. <laughs> I didn't want to yep. say anything. I have it's a uh, a young Filipino boy who's going to replace Baba Booey. He's waiting in the wings <laughs> if Gary ever fucks up again. If he ever sends me another gift. <laughs> the lesson is everyone's uh, replaceable. You can, you know, you know and, and when I heard Andy going, "Oh, it's fake journey, it's fake journey." Um I was like, "You know, I remember if I'm not mistaken, Andy tried to take over Love Connection and nobody said, yeah. "Hey, you're fake Chuck Walry." Right. No. <laughs> I might have thought it, but I and didn't say it. how often do they replace those housewives? Oh, my God. It's like a revolving right. door of housewives. Yeah. I don't know who the originals are. There's a ton. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a whatever that kid's name fan is, Arnell. Pineda? Arnell Pineda. I'm a big Arnell Pineda guy. You know, you know how it's I Van like Halen? I like the journey of Arnell Pineda. Yeah. It's much better. <laughs> and they show up on time. There's no fucking preening backstage, no separate trailer, no separate fucking airplane to fly in. None of the bag. No, they come out and play. That's it. They come out and play. Arnell, Arnell Pineda is like the fucking Energizer Bunny. He's grateful to be there. This guy was playing in a band called The Zoo. <laughs> you know, let me tell you something. I was watching the Get Back, uh, vid, you know, documentary on the Beatles. And George Harrison had the balls to get out of line. Do you know what? Within three seconds, they were calling Eric Clapton. <laughs> well, Remember they that? They said, well, we could. If he's not back tomorrow, we'll call Eric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I guarantee it would have been good. I'm a, uh, I'm a big, I'm a big Arnell Pineda guy. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I saw that Steve Perry backstage. Like he had a girlfriend and of course she was hot because, you know, he was a rock star and shit. She towered over him. I was having a good laugh. Was he's he short? running. I, didn't know. I don't even know how tall. Oh my god! I, I, I'm telling you, tiny. You could barely see this guy. Paul Simon, Paul Simon looked down on this. Towers guy. over him. Towers over him. And I was walking around, and oh, he was a big shot, ordering everyone around. Blah 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 blah. This guy Arnell comes in. He's wearing a ski jacket. He's not fucking wearing some tight shirt and bullshit pants. <laughs> fucking guy no. walks out right out of the Philippines. Don't stop believing. Sing it. He'd be singing barefoot and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember Steve Perry back in the day in the 80s. I introduced these fucking guys. And, uh, you know, I was a big Neil Sean fan, all that, you know. And I see this Steve Perry. I said, wait a second. Are they shooting a, a sequel to The Hobbit? I thought I was seeing one of those characters from Middle Earth. There's Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's that? Oh, that's the lead singer of Journey. <laughs> But uh, I know Steve Perry's like, hey, fuck these guys. Fuck them. I'm, I'm just going to stop singing the songs. And it's not like he's lit the world <laughs> yeah, no, on fire. You don't even see this guy anymore. And I guarantee no, I you, know you put Steve Perry next to this kid Arnell on stage, and you'll want to see Arnell. He'll be and, sung off the yeah. stage by his replacement. Uh, yeah. And you don't know how happy Journey is. Those guys are making money hand over fist. And you know what they pay Arnell? $11 a week and a meal. <laughs> but, you know, with that, and he's, he's going to have the Philippines. <laughs> he does. 
for $25, he bought half of the Philippines. It's probably more than Steve Perry's making now. Damn. Oh, you know what Steve Perry's making? Nothing. <laughs> sitting there, you're sitting there waiting for a check from the record company. They don't sell records anymore. No, Fuck Steve Perry. Crazy. Fuck Steve Perry. Long live fake journey. Exactly. Fuck Steve Perry. Fuck him. Fuck him. Let him go. Fuck himself. All right. Thank you. I saw that performance. There's a reason that on uh, New Year's Rock and Eve, they put Journey on first. They had the whole crowd go. Fucking Ryan Seacrest was dancing. Boy, is he a bad dancer. Really? He ain't doing anything about those rumors when he starts dancing. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Now I got to go watch him dance. You got to watch it. He starts <laughs> da- I, I'm like, dude, bad move. Just stand there and try to be like Dick Clark. Dick Clark never danced. Dick Clark oh, was on no. a show called American Bandstand be- where kids would just dance to records. This fucking guy never once attempted to dance. That's right. He I, I didn't even know. touch the dance floor with his shoe. I don't know what crack this dude was eating, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> he some- somehow made the decision to st- start dancing. Oh, I've just been handed a note. Steve Perry put out a new Christmas album last year. Guess who bought it? What? Guess who bought it? Nobody. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know he'd put out a new Christmas album. I now believe, he wants to sing, huh? I believe Journey was the only live performance in Times Square for New Year's Rock and Eve. That's what I believe because I was watching and it all looked canned except for this kid who sang his balls off Neil. Sean was playing that all those riffs live. Those fuckers were not afraid. Now, uh, JD, you saw it. W- was Journey live? It looked like it to me. Yeah, I think they were the only live act because uh, in Times Square because uh, oh, Cool J, he was supposed to be on there, but he dropped out because he got COVID <laughs> or he tested oh, positive was, for COVID. There was somebody else performing. Some who the fuck was uh, it? They were on. There who? It was uh, Kate. There was KT Tunstall I saw uh, in Times Square, but all the other performances on New Year's Rock and Eve were from LA. Yeah, uh, from really? the LA part. I saw somebody on there. I go, this person's not. This person's not even attempting. Oh, I know what it was. <laughs> it was like an old performance by Usher, and he, yeah, was dancing, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he can dance as. Did you see that? And and I was like, he was he was singing, but the no lips were moving, so he didn't even <laughs> pretend. To, he just dances. He just walks around dancing while the he's singing. Yeah, while his track is playing. <laughs> yeah, without fi- moving his lips at all. For the fiftieth anniversary, they showed a bunch of old performances like Mariah Carey and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Uh, but had Steve the hours. Perry. Steve Perry. Nobody missed him at New Year's Rock and Eve. <laughs> I got to get a copy of that Christmas album. We got to listen. You know. You know oh, what? Yeah, we got to take a listen to see what uh, Steve Perry uh, can do. I wonder what sold more, Steve Perry's Christmas album or the Allegiance box set with that piece of schmata in there, that cloth. <laughs> the swatches. The swatch. The Season, oh. I think, is the name of the album. The Season. season. You got any tracks? I'd, it would take me a little bit to uh, pull them. If you give me a few minutes, I can... I mean, like, can't you just play it, like, right from your computer? I bet you... Right uh, it's my, uh, my audio is all weird with, uh, uh, I have two different computers and it's a whole thing. Fred got a whole new rig we put in and I think, he oh can yeah, pull shit right. yeah, he can pull shit right up. Fred, you got any, uh, Steve Perry Christmas album? I'll take a look around. around. Fred, I'll, I'll, uh, message you this link. 
I heard JD celebrated New Year's Eve with a bottle of Opus wine. Not cheap. <laughs> no, not Opus One. Oh my goodness. Well, hold on. First of all, that was uh uh for my birthday. Uh but no, that was uh that was actually do you remember when Joel Hollander and uh what's his name? Les Moonves came in at K Rock at the at the end of the thing there. Fred, hold, hold Fred. One sec. I think that was Fred it, Fred. Sorry. Mark. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, um, so yeah, so the, the, when they say goodbye to us or whatever, to goodbye to the show, the, I guess they handed people or they sent a bunch of wine, Opus One wine, and I was hand, I was handed a bottle and I saved it for all these years and oh. uh, I decided to try it. We should have known Les Moonves was a total fucking maniac when like <laughs> why wait, he's suing me because I was leaving, but at the same point he's getting me Opus One wine for my staff. To congratulate me on leaving, you know what I mean? Like, what a I don't no know one... if that. I, all I know is I remember him walking into the studio carrying a box. Yeah, of wine. I mean, Opus One's expensive, but I'm just saying, like, that's the kind of logic you use when you're like sitting with an actress alone in your uh, office and like you know putting moves on her. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, you, any normal person would go, "I better not do this." I'm the head of a network, but. You know, why would you give me wine when you're suing me because I'm leaving? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Dickhead. It was so, it was so old. The, the cork ended up crumbling. Uh, you never getting... put it on its side. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, first of all, this was before you I didn't, drank. Uh, I got JD, it. JD, you didn't put it in your wine cellar. <laughs> no, I got it before I started drinking wine, and it was just like in my bedrooms in Brooklyn and and in the city, and who knows? Oh, so the, the best the place is to keep wine. Oh yeah, you know what's all, great? You know. you know what's great? Like JD probably had one of those, um, you know, that spaghetti strainer thing, the colander. He probably had yeah. that with his wine, and he had to pour the wine through the colander. That's right. We did it twice. We did yeah. twice. Yeah, still had wine. Yeah, and it ruins the whole experience. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, uh, uh, especially yeah, when nine. that when that cork starts to crumble, it really goes. Oh, <laughs> we, it took us forever to get it out. We were just like, uh, you know, we powered through. Birth- J- you know, how JD talks. He's like, my birthday was canceled. The, the, the restaurant got COVID. I go, the po- <laughs> the building got the restaurant building got COVID. He goes, yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of staff had to deal with COVID, so uh, yeah, the restaurants yeah. shut down. For yeah, people. this uh, new version is really contagious. They're not kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right, hey, hey Fred, let me hear a track. <laughs> Jack Frost nipping out. <laughs> I missed him. Oh, bad. Yuletide kills. Being sung by a poor Lazy fuck. Write a new song. No. Singing Christmas songs. Suddenly he's Mariah Carey. Everybody knows <laughs> he knows. Knows. the queen of Christmas. <laughs> Who's buying this shit? Fuck you, Nobody. Steve. I never yeah. even heard about it. You know, usually if somebody's big makes a Christmas right. album, you hear about it. Oh, my God. When they went to the studio to record it, they couldn't get the microphone down low enough to reach his mouth, so it sounds... <laughs> I wonder when Neil Sean listened to this, if he was laughing. <laughs> On his way. 
Santa's on his way. He's bringing lots of toys and goodies. <laughs> Good. Keep singing this shit. Turn this crap off, Fred, please. It's offensive. By the way, I will tell you, uh, Arnel Pineda isn't wasting his time recording this or performing at Lollapalooza, this kind of music. <laughs> he does the hits. Well, this is the guy who didn't want to sing. So how did this project come about? It's a good question. I'm not having him on here to answer it, though. <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to ask him when you see him. All right, J.D., thanks, man. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Did his birthday happen while we were away? Was he a December yeah. baby? I'm sorry, J.D., I missed your birthday. That's mm, all right. Send him. I got an allegiance box that you can send over to him. Well, I I sent him a, a bunch of things, so I'm fine. You? You're sweet. You're a good person. Um, by the way, I should mention hydro here, and before we go to break, you know I talk about hydro all the time because Beth's so ripped from it, and uh, we just got her brother a hydro. We oh yeah. Bought it. Our, yeah, we bought it ourselves. I don't get a free one because they're sponsors. How did you box make- that up and send it to him? <laughs> yeah, you know, it makes no sense that Eddie Van Halen was angry with Sammy Hagar because, I mean, Sammy came in and did such a great job, and and Eddie was able to say to David Lee Roth, "You left the band, and look look how good we're doing." You know what I mean? And like, not only that, I mean. They did better. They had yeah. bigger hits. Yeah. And I wonder what the real story is with Eddie. Like, he, he was pissed at David Lee Roth. He was pissed at Sammy Hagar. He was angry with everybody. Like, what, he what the every, fuck? He was angry with everybody. I think yeah. like you and Gary. Yeah. <laughs> like, if the anger comes from somewhere, it's not really at the person he's angry and expecting yeah. it to. <laughs> yeah. It's got what it takes. So, baby, why can't this be love? A lot of people forget Eddie Van Halen was a great keyboard player, too. He plays keys on uh, Why Can't This Be Love. Amazing. And Sammy plays guitar on this. Nice. And remember when Sammy was on the show, he said the first time they played this for the president of the record company, Mo Austin... Um, Mo, that's such a great name. Nobody names anybody Mo anymore. Uh, Mo <laughs> stuck his finger up and said, I smell money. <laughs> and uh, there you go. Mo. Mo. <laughs> what a name. Imagine your parents look at a baby and they name you Mo. You know who he looks like? He looks like a Mo. <laughs> yeah. My father used to call me a Schmo. That was one of his favorite. <laughs> really? That's a horrible yeah. name to call a child. Oh, that that's not the worst. <laughs> schmo is like a, a, a term of endearment. Oh. You're a schmo. You're a schmo. Doesn't sound like you're going to grow up to be a great man. No. He'd also call me a schmuck. And then one time I called my father a schmuck. And he almost beat the shit out of me. He chased me and I ran into a bathroom and locked the door. And I was like, he called me a schmuck. Right. I don't even know what that means, and now he's mad about it. 
Well, now you understand what I'm saying. These are horrible names to call a kid because when he Mm. got called it, he almost wanted to kill you. Yeah. But I guess it was okay to call me it because, you know, 